Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast Champions League Special. So we're not going to give it a number. It's not 101. We don't officially recognise it in the, the pantheon of podcasts, I don't think. But it's a Champions League group stage special is what we're going to call it. So uh, with me as always is uh, is Ash. Ash fresh from the... Uh, two-week holiday of celebrating the 100th episode in, in Marbella, was it? <laughs> yeah. With Jack Grealish and, and whatnot. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, no, it's uh, um, yeah, it's a couple of weeks since the podcast. It's been, it's been good. Right, just quickly, um, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that's, uh, you know, put comments in the thread um, of the 100th episode. They really, really appreciate them. Um, you know, we've said it before, love doing it. Um, so uh, yeah, it was good to see so many kind comments. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Are you, are you at the seaside, Ash? Uh, well, I've got some seagull. Can you hear them? I don't know. Are you, they, they must are you be coming for dinner. So you? <laughs> <laughs> they must be coming for dinner. Um... Oh, oh, fun time. That soggy's tattoo that I can hear just walking away. <laughs> um, so uh, podcast uh, semi regular, I guess. You've been on a couple of times. Uh, with us today is Morris. How are you doing, mate? You're right. Good evening. I'm good. There might be some audio context, but I'll try and mute because baby's going to sleep in the other room. Oh dear. He's, okay. He's so it, it, all right. Yeah. I don't, don't want to be too loud. I don't want to wake him up. But it should be good. Thanks Fair for having enough. me back. No, you're more than welcome. Thank you for coming on. Um, obviously, we can't wait to quiz you about uh, the what you had to do to get Napoli from Marcus yeah. and uh, <laughs> and and no the joy comment. that is obviously Victor Osserman as well. So we'll we'll come to that. Um, and uh, and making his first appearance on the podcast, it'd be rude not to after um, after we talked about him quite a bit in the hundredth episode. Uh, now, is it gooey or goffy? <laughs> <laughs> it's goffy. Uh, yeah. It did make me laugh. It did make me laugh when everyone were calling me gooey. Um, I was actually driving the car. Oh no no no, no! It was just Ash. Let, let's just move gooey, on. Mate. Don't move worry on, about move that. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Everyone else has a comprehension of the English language, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but no, great to have you on, mate. And hopefully you're excited. Yeah, thank to be you. On. Yeah, thank you for having me. Like I say, it's the first time I've uh, I've done anything like this. So I'm losing my uh, podcast virginity. Oh well, you know, there's no better person to do that than than having Morris on. As there's a new <laughs> dad, it's probably the best action you've had all week. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right so boys we're going to kick off obviously talking about we'll, we'll go very vanilla you know theming back in there to the whole virginity thing but we're going to kick off with group a then to b then c and so on so um kicking off with group a then we've got paul lowe's hilly tunners and nuthatch which in terms of a rundown of who's got who paul lowe's has leverkusen nuthatch has manchester city tunners has barcelona and hilly has spurs now when i first saw this group and the teams be announced i thought Tunners has done quite well out of that because Barcelona are a really good team on FIFA. Um, you know, you'll know him, Morris, in terms of having you know um, Usman Dembele in yeah. in uh, in his team as well. Um, what did you? What were your first thoughts of the teams, Morris? Uh, well, selfishly, the only one I cared about was my own. An hour over, move my own. But we'll come to that at some point. Yeah. But I, I think you're right. It's a weird one because the way Marcus has done it has done real life. Mm. rankings of Champions League teams but that's not necessarily how it reflects in FIFA so yes. some people have come off a bit better so like you say with Tunners it's done well with Barcelona it's a good mm. FIFA team Absolutely and again obviously Nuttach being you know arguably the, the, the poorest player in the divisions of course finishing um, towards the bottom of Division 3 gets Manchester City and he's done. He's not done too bad with them by the look of it he scored quite a few goals Um again admittedly he's still come bottom of the group unfortunately but he has managed to get himself a win um, and again, that did come against Tunners, I believe, there as well. So not not too bad at all. 
So to, to just round off Division 1 before we talk about it, we've got uh, Paul Lowe's up there in, in first position with Leverkusen. Played uh, played six, won six, and he has a goal difference of plus 21. So, right. I mean, nice to you, see you, he's taken this easy. Yeah, um, nice to see he's having a nice loft season there, isn't he? <laughs> you know, um, like a bit of FIFA. I'm, I mean, we've, we you know we've seen in there you know some some big scores as well. You know he beat uh, he beat Tunners eight um, three. He then followed that up in the second game against Tunners with a six one. Um, he beat Hilly six one, um, a one nil against Nuthatch, which is quite interesting. It's obviously quite a tight game there. A four three against Hilly and um, and yeah, and, and a five one against Nuthatch. So again, racking up quite the, the amount of goals in there. And his top goal scorer is uh, is uh, Fabio. Is, is it Florian Verts actually? Yeah, Florian. Yeah, Florian Verts, I think his name Verts, is. Yeah. Um, with with just the just the sixteen goals, um, which again not not too shabby at all. The next best in that group is uh, is Harry Kane with Hilly, um, uh, scoring the nine. So, again, lots of goals being scored in that group, but especially by Paul. Do we see him? I mean, uh, Goffey will come to you, Johnny Lee called Jigui. Then <laughs> Goffey will come to you. Um, you might not have had much chance to play uh, Paul Lowe's in in the AG setup, but what what do you think looking at that um, that table? Do you think he's one to look out for in the the tournament as a whole? Yeah, I mean every time I have actually played him a couple of times on the uh, the friendlies when I didn't have a team, and mm. I always I always found him quite difficult to play against. He always seemed to cha- change his formation, the style he plays, and I think when you're playing someone like that, it's it's a lot more difficult to adapt to. Than playing someone who just plays the same way all the time, so yeah, I think he's obviously with them stats, he's he's flying, and I could, yeah, he's, he's obviously got a great chance. I mean, it's an interesting one, Ash. I mean, Leverkusen doesn't spring to mind as some sort of Champions League powerhouse, but hmm. I mean, whatever he's doing with them, he's got him playing some some pretty good football. It was my first game um, with my team actually against him, and and he absolutely smashed me. I think it was five one. Which um, didn't go very well. Yeah, I mean they've got a couple of good players. Um, you know, obviously Florian Vert, sixteen goals. Patrick Schick, uh, Musa Diaby, obviously. You know, Diaby linked in real life with Aston Villa. Um, lots of pace. Yeah, lots of pace. And then you know some of the other players. Just looking at the goal scorers, Hudson Odoi, um, you know, Kusunu. Mm. Uh, Demir Bay, Kimir Demir Bay. So there's a couple of good players in that Leverkusen team, and I mean Paul, uh, we know Paul's a very good player, um, you know, and he's just, it's, as I said, it's nice to see him easing on this uh, off season. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he, he got a 21 goal, uh, 21 goal, you know, goal difference. Um, he he will be one it's... of the favourites. It's interesting, Morris, as well. I mean, just to sort of round off um, uh, Group A, obviously, you've got Paul and Hilly going into the Champions League knockouts. You've got Tunners and Nuthatch dropping into the Europa League. Tunners, for me, would be a very good shout with Barcelona to, to do well in that Europa League. Um, but it's interesting, he's got a minus 14 goal difference. I mean, you've got Hilly, who obviously got through to Champions League on zero, and you've got Nuthatch, you know, below Tunners with half the minus goal difference. So, interesting, they took a few took a few hammerings there. That's potentially the way he plays, maybe. More counter-attacking, do we think? Maybe, yeah. He is very, like, run-down-the-wing play style, mm. isn't he? But I think a lot of that's to do with his games against Paul, and Paul only beating Nut 1-0 in one of games. I'm still Nuthatch, surprised yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe that's just a bit more maybe one 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 or two off games against Paul there is just mm. inflating it a little skewing bit. Skewing the results a little bit. Yeah, but I think you're absolutely right, definitely with a chance in the Europa League setup. 
Mm. Barcelona is 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 going to be a very good team in that sort of other bracket that comes from the Europa. Mm, absolutely. So we'll leave Group B there, boys. Let's move over. Sorry, Group A. Let's move over to Group B. Um, so in Group B, another one that's completely rounded off. Obviously, just for context, we're recording this on the evening of the 18th. Tonight is the uh, the deadline. I think is there just the one game outstanding? Yeah, uh, which is Trooper and Worm. Trooper, that were it. Yeah. Um, so fingers crossed that girl gets tied up today. Um, but yeah, so looking at this one, much closer run thing really, or, or at least for the most part. So um, we've got Joby, Bry, Sean, and Gaz in this group. Um, unfortunately, Gaz is sort of bringing up the rear. He got zero points, uh, minus twelve goal difference. Very, very tough group though. I mean, Joby, you know, very, very good player. Um, just been promoted to Div Two. Bry obviously Div Two, and Sean's in um, in Div One. So that's three really tough games there. Um, and especially looking at some of the teams, I mean, <laughs> yes, Gaz has Bayern Munich, but Joby has Chelsea. Yeah, Bry I mean, has AC Milan. You know, Sean has Porto. Yeah, I mean, just quickly to add on that as well, I mean, just looking at Gaz's scores, bar one game, he's only lost by one goal. So it sounds like he's been quite unlucky in some of them. Um, oh, 100%. You know, not to take any points. Mm. And again, he'll feel aggrieved about that. But ultimately, again, it's another one with a really good team like Bayern Munich. He drops down to that Europa League and he has a chance of really doing something in, in that bracket. Um, uh, Goffey, obviously, someone um, who you'll be accustomed to playing, obviously, in Div 3 this season was Joby. Obviously, it was quite a tight run thing towards the top of the division uh, towards the end. Um, what do you make of his chances uh, moving forward into the, the Champions League proper with, with a pretty good FIFA team like Chelsea? I think, like I said, when I played in, in uh, Div 3, obviously I had a weaker team to have in Chelsea. Mm. Um, and I found him to be very competitive when we played each other the game. Well, it could have gone either way. So when you give him Chelsea and he's got a stronger side, um, he's going to be, obviously have a great chance and going to become a great, he's going to be a great threat for, any, for to be anybody. Mm. Um, and, and by the looks of his, I mean, I, until tonight, I haven't really took any sort of, I haven't really been sort of concentrating anyone else's league, just my own, and I didn't, I didn't even know he was doing that well in that. So to see that, to see them stats, um, it speaks for itself, and I think he's got a great chance going forward. Mm. I mean, again, that's, yeah, I think the thing is, uh, Morris as well, it's, it's quite a tight group, really. When you look at not just the points that you know between the top three of them, there's three points in it, but you also look at the goal difference as well. They've all sort of, there's a lot of games in there, you know, four three, four three, five four. 3-3, three, 3-2. Three, three, it just seems like, again, I've not looked at the rest of the groups in detail. We're going to come on to those, obviously. But this particular group looks like a really close-fought group. Again, unfortunately, with the outlier of Gaz. As Ash rightly says, though, you know, there's been some tight games in there for him as well. Yeah, I think Gaz has been a bit unlucky because, again, I don't want to come back to the same thing again. But, like, Bayern are a great FIFA team. They're a great team in real life. But... Mm. They've got like Muller up front with, uh, I don't want to use the P word, you know, a pace. <laughs> it's, it's not got bags of it. They've got like. We've not got Riverman on this podcast, so we don't need to talk yeah. about pace or burger. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a team I'd be happy using. I think I'd struggle with Bayern as well. So I think he, right. he's been unlucky there that he's, he's a Division 3 player that's got a good real life team again, but mm. not a great FIFA team. And then I'm surprised to see Sean at bottom two because Sean's a good player. And I, I, I don't really know a part of his team off the top of my head, I'll be honest, but. I'm surprised to see him in bottom two, and I think Bry's team is probably the most fun team out of all of them. He's got what Ibra, Giroud, Liao. It's a good team that I'd I'd like to. Um... 
that's not me. Gooey, what are you doing, Sunshine? Mute your mic. If you're gonna if you're gonna play throw and catch with your phone, put put it on mute, Sunshine. Come on. <laughs> Sorry about that, man. <laughs> in my uh, these in the new earphones are uh, irritating my ears. <laughs> No need to throw them against the wall in a rage, though. Mate. Come on. Um, right. So carry on with what you said there, Morris. So again, I think um, interesting what you said about the, um, the 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 teams in terms of Porto, for example. I think um, with Porto and with Sean, you know, I'm just looking at the goal scorers now. He had Taremi up front. Um, the Iranian striker scored 11 goals. Oh, yeah, he was actually yeah. the top scorer in that group. But then you look at that. You then go right. Okay, so Bry, Joby, Bry, Joby. You go all the way down, and then after that, you tend to find so Ivalianson, I think his name is, who plays for Porto as well. Um, but after that, you know, there's not many goals scored by Sean there. Whereas you look at um, Joby, you look at Bry, you've got literally just teams. Uh, that, that, you know, the, the goal scorer chance for Group uh, Group B is littered with with Chelsea and Milan scorers. So I think maybe, like you said, there's not maybe as much quality in that in that Porto team. Yeah, it must be. I, I, I genuinely, I can't think of um, Porto team off the head. I'm, I'm trying to get it up now, but if Taremi's like the standout player, then well, it makes <laughs> sense because he's, he's a good Division One player, so it makes sense, mm-hmm. doesn't it? No, it does. Yeah, you, you, you're absolutely right. Um, Ash, anything else to say on this group before we before we move on? What do we think about Bry's chances? Obviously, going into that Champions League proper. Yeah, I mean, Brian's got AC Milan. He's you know done a good job in the group stage. They've got some good players. I- Ibrahimovic up top, so that's a classic Brian player. Um, 100%. You know. Um, Tall, no pace. That's it. Absolutely. Cross into the box. Um, yeah, I think Brian will do well. I mean, it, it depends on the luck of the draw, I guess. But um, if he can carry the form on, the same with uh, Joby. Um mm. If you can carry the form on going into the uh, next stage, then they do well. And I think, as Morris said, uh, Ash, as well, you know, Sean dropping into the Europa League, regardless what team he's got, yes, Porto maybe can't cut the mustard against some of the bigger teams in the Champions League, yeah, but you put although, that team with Sean in, in the Europa League, uh, you're going to get a different result. Yeah, I mean, as Morris just said, though, I mean, I'm trying to think of the players that Porto have got in their team. Um, mm. Obviously, Taremi is probably the standout. Uh, I couldn't name you any other Porto player. Pepe, the centre-back, the one that played for Real Madrid. Yeah, um, yeah, fair. I, I couldn't tell you anybody else. Um... Um, just an interesting point in terms of, we, we say that um, uh, Gaz has got Bayern and they're not the best team on FIFA, but they're all right in real life. Just looking on Twitter a minute ago, so apparently they won a pre-season friendly uh, about five minutes ago. They won it 27-0. So <laughs> just just the twenty seven to nil. So uh, in, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, running the score up for me. That I mean, they should be disqualified <laughs> from whatever preseason tournament that is. Um, right, we'll leave Group B there, and we'll segue across over to Group C. So Group C is upon us, Morris. This is where we uh, we get a bit of a rundown from you and Berger, and obviously your uh, your goal scorer little competition you've got going on. Um, mm. In terms of the, the the standings, obviously we'll just whiz through. So Berger did top the group with 16 points, having won five and drawn one. You uh, came just behind, having won four, drawn one, lost one. Uh, Rhino uh, in third, and Andy Brill in um, in fourth, having just drawn a game, lost the rest. Rhino lost one, um, sorry, lost four, tied one, won one. So looking ahead to to the group again, this was the one group where for me. I didn't really have any sort of, there was no ambiguity as to, oh, I wonder who's going to finish where and whatever. I knew you and Morris were going to come top two. And unfortunately, I knew Rhino and Andy were going to come third and fourth. Now, 
we have to we have to start with Napoli. I mean, how did you get Napoli? Because that just seems obscene. I have absolutely no idea. I think I posted it somewhere that Napoli wouldn't look out of place assigned to a Division Three member. It's, oh, hundred percent. It, it's ridiculous. Well, if you but, if you had the option of Bayern or Napoli, I'd Napoli every day. Yeah, yeah. Gen- genuinely, Napoli. I think I'd take over yeah every team. Maybe just PSG. PSG then Napoli would be my choices, mm. but it's it, it's crazy. I don't I don't know I don't know what Marcus is trying to. But you want yeah he wants some out of me, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, um, but it, it's it's a ridiculous team. It, it's strong literally all over pitch. The attack is mm. ridiculous with Osman and the Georgian Kavat, whatever it's called. He's a cheap yeah. I mean, you say about Osman. So, I mean, again, we'd be remiss if we didn't go straight to the golden goal um, chase. So, um, Paulinho for Berger at Sporting, um, he scored 21 goals in the group. Osman just scored the 20. Um, it was funny for me because obviously I was the one doing the league admin for this, uh, so the group admin for this this particular group. And it was very much like I was sort of copy and pasting. Every time you had a, a fixture, I'd copy and paste your guy, add the goals in, put him to the top. Then Burgers, I'd do the exact same. And it was literally, they were just non-stop backwards and forwards. Um, are you confident that over the the rest of the tournament, Osman can come out top goal scorer? Uh, I'd like to think so. Burgers a good player, and I was banking on him going out and playing less games. But... Mm. He seems to have picked his form back up again now outside at league. I think he wants he wants to do well in the cup since he didn't have a great league performance. And yeah, we were a in... terrible league performance. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, talking at party when we were having as much as there were me and Ian in, and he, he, he said that he were determined to beat Osman's goal scoring. So I think he's I think he's forcing it to Paul, you know, a little bit. Whereas yeah. I'm just sort of playing, and Osman just gets the goals. It's a bit of a cheat code. You press B, and he scores. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of see that as well when you look at, um, you know, the actual scoring chart. So, again, 21 goals for Paulinia um, and uh, 20 for Osman. But then you go through, you know, you've got Karatskelia, six goals. Um, you've got Lozano as well scoring goals for you, whereas his other goal scorers didn't score as many as yours, if that makes sense overall. So, yeah. again, it's, it's an interesting one there. I think you're absolutely right. He's probably just looking for that, that final pass to, to fluff the numbers up a little bit there. Um, looking ahead for yourself, then. I mean, you know, Champions League proper with with Berger, obviously. Fancy your chances of going going all the way? I I think you can. Looking at the team you've got and and the way that the competition's opened up. But what what do you think? I know you think I can because you won't stop mentioning it, <laughs> and that's what's going to make me under pressure. It up. Yeah, I just I cannot under pressure. I don't know. <laughs> it, with my league position and the team that I've been given, I really should be doing looking to like at least finals minimum, but. I, I can't do it. If people like start talking about it and the pressure gets to me, I just absolutely crumble. There were a Sounds couple like of times in those... season, Morris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's me all over that. I'm not a diamond under pressure. I'm like the opposite of a diamond. But like the um, the games against Berger, I lost and drew one, and I think mm. in multiple times in those matches, I were in a position to win them comfortably and I just throw them away. You throw it's away. One of those yeah. things. Yeah. Well, Not it's interesting. Them. I mean, 
Goffy, I'll come to you because obviously you um, you had a very uh, you know sort of infamous tussle this season with with Rhino backwards and forwards in Division Three. Um, I would say you're surprised to see him in third position there. Obviously having a team like Inter, but at the same time as we've just discovered, you know, Morris having um, uh, Napoli and Berger obviously being Berger, it, was third the best he could really hope for? Do you think in that group? I mean, to be honest with you, seeing him in third, it kind of gives me a little bit of joy inside. <laughs> after him taking that t- title away from me. Um, it was it were a tough one to take, to be honest with you, because it was such a tight one. But in this league going forward, I mean, Berger, I've played him and I've not played anybody on the site who, for me, I mean, when I've played him, he's just tore me apart, literally. I, I, just, I mean, I don't even think I've ever shot at goal when I've played against him. Mm. Um, I haven't played Morris, um, but obviously, same again, looking at these scores and looking at his table position, you can see that he's a very good player and he's obviously got a good potential of going forward winning it. But I do think Rhino potentially probably will be a big favourite for the Europa because he is he has got that ability to turn it on when he needs to. And even going back to the season when we played Division 3, I mean, it was relentless. Like we was winning games, one after other, one after other, and he just kept coming back and back. And I thought, I've done enough, and then he will back again. And I think someone like that is always going to be dangerous. And he's got. A, I think he has got a good chance to win the Europa to be if he keeps mm. if he brings that form from the season in, into into this cup competition. Um, but yeah, Berger and Morris, fantastic from them too. And same again. Obviously, when you finish first and second, you've got a a great chance of going far in a tournament. Mm. I mean, Ash, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because it's it's almost it's nice to hear, obviously, um, uh, Goffy's sort of um, I don't know his outlook based on the fact he's been here for for a season. You know, he's not used to the normal Rhino we we know and love. <laughs> that um, you know, coming third actually probably would be an achievement. Uh, he normally <laughs> find a way to to, to come fourth in this group. So. Um, Ash, what do you think about this group? Yeah, I mean, there's not really any surprises. Um, you know, everyone would have expected Berger to do well, top the group. Morris, you know, yourself. I didn't. I, didn't. I, thought, I thought Morris would top the group, 100%. Oh, well, joke's on you, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Berger, yeah. I mean, Morris, obviously, Napoli, Osserman's a monster. Um, so it could have gone either way. I mean, he's only had a win in it, um, you know. So it could have gone either way. Um, but no, I don't think there's really any surprises in that group. Um, obviously, you know, as we always say, big shout out to Andy Brill. Um, you know, no wins, but did take a point. Um, you know, I just, I'm just looking at some of his scores and I've just seen um, Morris, um, your fixtures against him. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, nine nine two. That would have been that would have been because Berger was in the in the uh, party, and he'll be thinking that Paulinho has just scored ten past Andy Brill. So well, yeah, this is the, 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 the score scoring. eleven. Yeah, this is me. If I, if it had been at the back end of last season, when uh, you was it you that had someone near Vlaovic? Um, well, I say that no one came near Vlaovic in the end, did they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was the second, but you know what? You're right, no one him. <laughs> Can I just say as well, Andy Wartman was saying that 9-2 against him. I didn't stop playing, but I, I pulled back a little bit. And he even said himself in the party before the, the scores were updated, if Paulinho outscores me by one, it's going to be very harsh because I could have had five or six more in that game. Right. It, it, we're no. one of them. Um Going back to the point, no, Berger, Morris, I don't think there's any surprises from that group. Mm. No, I would agree. Um, right, on to Group D. 
So, again, this is the one where uh, you are, uh, Goffy, but uh, we'll just quickly run down, then we'll get your opinion on it. So, we've got uh, Jeff, who uh, who managed to round the group off as, uh, as group winner. Uh, Goffy, you do you did come level on points with him, just unfortunately a little bit worse on goal difference, six goals worse off. We do still have uh, Trooper and Worm to play. Again, I no. don't think there's any... It's Sorry, updated, what? they've played. They've yeah, played. they've just played, have they? Yeah, um, I think the table stays the same. Trooper won both and it increases his goal difference by two, by four. Right, okay, fair enough, that's fine. So he won both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're absolutely right. So the table doesn't change. So that means Worm rounded the, the group off with, with zero wins, zero points, unfortunately. Trooper comes third, Josie, who's in the Europa League with uh, with Worm. And obviously Goffey and Jeff uh, go through to the Champions League proper. So um, Goffey, uh, you know, we saw some big scores, you know, 9-2 there, obviously, um, uh, for you against Worm. 8-2 for Jeff against Worm. 7-2 again for you against Worm. 7-0 for Jeff against Worm. I mean, Worm's been a bit of a whipping boy, unfortunately, this group, but what's been your experience playing in this um, in this group? And, I mean, were you happy with um, with Sevilla, obviously? I saw some shout box comments saying you weren't as happy, but do you want to put some meat on them bones? Yeah, to be honest with you, I haven't played with Sevilla, obviously on FIFA, so getting a team you haven't played with, a bit unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. I've got my certain go-to players which I like to use, and I've got a certain formation, and it just wasn't, and I played Trooper the first game, and I managed to scrape a four-three victory. Then I played in the second game back to back, and he managed to beat me four-three. And then I played, I went into a game with Jeff, and he beat me three-nil. And I was thinking I need to change it; it wasn't working. I changed my formation, and since then I went on to to win the, the last three games to give myself twelve points. But I think personally, when I played Emotional Worm, I, I got the feeling that. From the groups, from the groups being drawn, I think he thought I've kind of got no chance, and maybe he hasn't really give it all. Because when I played him in the Division Three league, I, I found that we had two more competitive matches. Mm. I found him, I found it very, um, without being disrespectful, the game was, was a lot easier than what I thought it was going to be. Um, so maybe that was just because of the group and having Jeff in it and me and Trooper. He just kind of thought well, I, I don't I can't speak for him but just by how I played it just didn't seem to be the same maybe he couldn't adapt to Liverpool um I, I don't know but yeah going for the only thing I was a bit disappointed with was losing to Trooper but then again mm. you know fair play to him he took his chance against me he beat me and yeah and then I didn't expect to get any points out of Jeff because obviously Jeff's a, a really good player so to get three points out of Jeff, it kind of made up for the loss against Trooper. So, to be to be fair, I kind of finished where I thought I'd finish. Um, second is where I thought I'd be. So, yeah, it's just a case of job done, sort of scrape, roll into the knockout stages, and hopefully I can get someone who I've got a good chance of getting a result against. Hmm. I mean, do you fancy I'll... your chances yeah. in the in the Champions League proper then, or do you think it's all to do with uh, the draw? Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, being a Bradford City fan, it's always about it's always about getting the uh, it's about getting it's trying to it's kind of crawl yourself through. So if you can sort of pick your opponents, um, yeah. But knowing my luck, I'll probably get burger and I'll probably get battered and kicked out before I even start. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, who knows? In a knockout stage, it's different. Everything you know, you've got two games and it can change. And yeah. I mean, I've got possibly got a chance, but I think there's a lot more people in there stronger than me. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's. I'm kind of happy that I got through, and there were no sort of 
shocks. Uh, but yeah, I thought, thought the group was really good, and it's been especially when you've got two, three players who finished on twelve points. It makes it a very entertaining end to the campaign. So yeah, it's good. I mean, in terms of um, the the top goal scorers, um, Ash. Again, you 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 can sort of it's very hard to split these ones. You've got sort of um, Goffey, obviously top goal scorer with Gomez on eleven goals. Then you've got nine and a seven from Goetze and Moani from Jeff, and then back to Goffey without Nesri. So. You know, Vlahovic in there for for Trooper scoring five goals. Well, you know, hey. so um, potentially <laughs> to be updated still, obviously, because you know we've got some uh, some some results in there tonight. So, yeah, for me, I don't, I don't know what you think. Again, it looks like quite an even group um, overall. Again, yeah, like I we mean, said, similar to Gaz, apart from the outlier of, of Worm. Yeah, I mean, I I would argue it's the same as the last group. You know, you look at the players in that division uh, in that group, um, and there's no real surprises. Um, I mean, if Trooper's won the two games against Worm, hasn't he? Mm. So yeah. it, that puts him on 12 points. So actually, mm. every player bar Worm has picked up 12 points and it's yeah. going to come down to goal difference um, to separate them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised at that group and the standings. Um, you know, you, you sort of thought it was going to be difficult for Worm, I think, you know, realistically. To, to get much out of that group, um, is it? Do you, get, do you get harder for him because it's Liverpool as well? Obviously, that's his team. Uh, like, do, you think that's, do, you think that's, do you think that's one of like? Say you got Arsenal hmm. and you were getting your ass handed to you in every game. Yeah, that's not a slight on Worm, by the way. Again, I'm just saying, like, is in say you you got Arsenal and you were getting beat, you know, four, five, six. Would, would that be more painful to take than if you were, you know, Ajax or AC Milan? Um. No, I don't think so. Um, I just, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe you find, you know, different play, different teams suit different players in terms of, you know, mm. players and playing style. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Only only Worm can tell you what went wrong mm. um, in this group. But um... you, you know what might be a factor? I, I watched his um, stream against Gui, and <laughs> in the second game, he had to go back to his league team to get. Salah from because he were given Salah in the league, wasn't he? At wage free, so yes. he was playing his game right, without okay. Salah. He was playing Arby Elliott up front. So, right. I mean, again, to be fair, he should have really done a league uh, uh, game update because he was meant to do oh, that. But didn't mean to yeah, you probably got him. You probably got him <laughs> kicked out now, Juventus style. Yeah, no, he's, no. he's he's getting binned out now, fireballed out of the Champions League for financial irregularities. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. That Cheers, Worm. He's yeah, out I, I, mate. He's out in you. I actually noticed that the first game, I thought that was rather strange when he was playing Harvey Elliott. Um, I actually uh, picked that up. I picked that up first. I didn't want to actually say that on the podcast, um, just in case he had some updates. Little grass. Oh, yeah, right, yeah Morris uh... is a massive grass, mate, so don't worry. I mean, the, the point the point I was getting at, right, Morris, you might be able to help me with this one. So, um, the, the, the point about Liverpool, I mean, you know, if it's more damaging, you know, maybe psychologically, you know, not trying to overstep it, I guess, but if you're getting beat with a team that you like, when Meslier would concede a goal for you, was that more painful than if some random goalkeeper did? No, because it were true to real life. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? You've got what I mean, though, why that, don't yeah. you? Like, no, again, you sort of think, oh, for Christ's sake, Meslier, come on, fucking catch one, you know? You've, you've got more love for the players, haven't you? There's more passion mm. going into it. It's a, it's a bit more harmful when they do do stuff wrong. I get what you're saying, but... I don't know if that's coming to play into his games. No, that's fair enough. Then. Right, we'll leave that one there. Uh, and we'll move across to Group E. So, 
in this particular group, we had Top Cat, Plunkett, Wiz Fox and Payne Wales. Um, the first game of the, the Champions League got played in this group. It was Payne Wales uh, versus Wiz Fox. I watched it on the stream live. Um, I mean, Wiz Fox to start off with was, was tearing him apart. It was 6-3 in the end, but Wiz Fox was, I think, about 3-0 up. Um, Payne had, uh, has, has Leipzig. He was, he was fuming at having Leipzig. I was like, man, that's a, that's a good team. You know, Leipzig's, you know, I'd, I'd bite your hand off for Leipzig. Do you think do you, now, do you not, though? Do you not think? Well, I don't know. I mean, a couple of FIFAs ago, sure. But right. other than okay, Sabozloy, so who else have they got? All right, then yeah, I'll, I'll sit back. I'll list them. You've got Guardiol, who's the fastest okay. centre-back virtually on the game. You've got Timo Werner, who's still a rocket up front. Nkunku. You've got Conrad oh, well, Lyman. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I, I see Would what you like mean. me to go on, Ash? I, I, I'll don't take make it me go back. full Lyman Raz on your ass, I'll all take, right? I'll take it back. <laughs> all right, Raz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back. I'll take it back. He says wearing his Leipzig T-shirt. Uh, um, <laughs> but <laughs> look, I mean, it, it's an interesting one. When Payne said he wasn't happy with, with Leipzig, I was quite surprised for that reason because I think you know you've got a good few standout players there. Again, Morris, someone like yourself who plays foot, will be familiar with these guys as well. Um, but um, again, for him to come last in a group that had Wiz Fox in, you know, uh, Top Cat and Plunkett with slightly lesser teams than than I would say than, than Leipzig was it was interesting. Um, Goffey, I'll come to you first on this one. Um, again, I don't know how much you've played any of the guys in this group in your time on AG. Um, but again, looks like quite a comfortable result for Top Cat and Plunkett overall. Um, how do you sort of see the uh, you know that group unfolding and, and how can you explain what happened? It's same as prior, like the other last two groups. Um, you'd probably expect them to um, to come first and second. Uh, that, and that's no disrespect to his Fox and Payne and mm. Wales, but... Yeah, Purely based uh, on where they were in the league, you mean? Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I've, I've watched a few games on stream when Top Cat's been playing, and he's, he's obviously a very good player, and you can see by his stats, he's a good player. Plunkett is obviously is always near, I mean, on the season I was there, he was always near the top of the Division Division 2. Um, and obviously, Wiz Fox was in my league. Uh, I found, I th- I, to be fair, I found him a bit of a tricky player to, to play against because... Mm. Um, yeah, it was quite a difficult play, and I've had a few games against Payne Wales, and same again, um, a tricky player uh, can get goals against you, and then so there's no real shocks on that one, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, fair play to Top Cat, and same again, he'll be confident going into the next round that he can he can get further and possibly go on and win it. Hmm. Um, I mean, uh, Morris, I'm going to come to you on this one. So you, we, we talked about Bayern earlier on. Um, Gaz finished below Wiz Fox in the league. He got Bayern. Wiz Fox got PSG. Um, I mean, what what do you think about that? I think PSG pound for pound best team that you could get in FIFA. I don't think there's a single position with a bad player in it. They've got Mbappe. He's still got Messi because he hadn't moved in game yet, and he's sure, got Neymar yeah. up front. Mm. The defense is rock solid. Who've we got in there? Uh, Donnarumma. Donnarumma yeah. is ridiculous on FIFA. So I, for me personally, that table finished exactly how I would have pegged it before any games were played. Mm. Top Cat does my head in. I hate playing against Top Cat. I don't think I've ever beaten. <laughs> he's, he's a good FIFA player. Shane or Plunkett, whatever you want to call him. He's he's had a really good season. He's good at this FIFA. Um, he's not usually good at FIFA, but he's good at this one. Um, like uh, Goofy, Goofy, sorry, sorry. Like, <laughs> um, he, he finished just behind Ash, well not just behind, he finished second place in league and that's the first time he's, since I've joined the site, he's finished above me so he's doing well. And he's then, at the barometer. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how I measure it. If he finishes above me, he must be doing well. 
Fair enough. Um, and then Wiz with PSG, like I said, yeah, pound for pound, probably the best team that it could have been given. I, I would say they don't write off Wiz Fox and Payne Wales for the Europa League. Again, not just because Wiz has got PSG, but, you know, like um, Goffey was saying, good player. And Payne, again, you know, if Payne rediscovers some of that form, rediscovers some of that form we, we could see um, him challenging for that um, that position for sure. Um, one thing, Ash, um, just to touch on as well, obviously, is the goal scorers for this group. Um, again, another one, really tight. Werner, eight goals. Payet, six goals. Mbappe. The thing with Marseille, um, which obviously was to who Top Get had, he spread the goals around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He had So he had a six-goaler, he had a three-goaler, a three-goaler, a three-goaler, two-goaler. He just spread them around a lot, whereas Payne scored a lot of his goals um, yeah. using either Antonio Silva or Timo Werner. Yeah. Um, again... <laughs> Speaking of someone obviously who experienced this obviously with Vlahovic last season, do you think it's wise? Like you know, again, I guess if you've got Osman, it's different, you know. But and Vlahovic in your case last season, but do you think it's wise trying to go through one one route and one route only, or will the better players um, the further you go through, we figure that I, out? I think yeah. I mean, I think where possible, you want to try and spread them out, um, and also just sort of spread the play, um, mm. you know, because sometimes it can become a little bit predictable, um, you know. I mean, you play a player who's constantly scoring with the same, you know, the same player. Oh, there's the output. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stop the output. Um, you know, man mark, two players on that. You know, let's use Werner in Payne's case. Um, you know, man mark Werner out of the game. And if he's not, you know, spreading it around or can't spread it around or whatever, um, you know, you you stop that you stop that goal scoring output. So, I think if you were to ask out of the two, you would you would try and spread it around the team. But look, you know, depending on the player, I, I had it with Vlaovic. Um, it worked well for me last season. Um, Osterman, you know, is a top. You got a top class striker, and um, those sort of players that are almost like cheat codes. Um, mm. You know, that are broken players that you just can shoot anywhere and they go in. Um, you know, it, 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 then you 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 do what works for you, but uh, that's another discussion. I think it all comes down to you know how you want to play, and if you wanna if you wanna output all, all through one player and that's play direct, then that's up to you. And if you're someone that wants to spread it around the team, then that's that's down to you. Mm. Fair enough. Um, we'll leave uh, leave Group E there, or crack on to the last group, which is the one where I reside in, and unfortunately where I didn't finish top either. Um, so yeah, coming off the, the successful that season league season. Was an anomaly. Oh mate, honestly. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Right. So I think I've said something about. It. it wouldn't surprise me if I didn't do very well with Ajax. I'm not a massive fan. Morris said about you know different play styles and different teams. For me, you know, someone like if me and Satie had different teams. So if I had Dortmund, he had Ajax. I reckon he'd have done better, and I'd have done better because Ajax they've got a load of good passes. They've got a load of you know good composure, good on the ball. Dortmund have got more, you know, cut and thrust, pace, counter-attack, and that's what I'm about. Ajax, I found it really hard to adapt to the type of players I had, um, often trying to play people slightly out of position to make up for it as well. Um, you know, both centre-backs, both got high, high work rates, so they're just constantly bombing up onto the edge of the 18-yard box the other side. You're thinking, what's going on? Um, but yeah, Diadex uh, top the group, uh, undefeated as well, you know, four wins, two, dra- uh, two draws, 14 points. I did come second, so I am in the Champions League proper. Uh, two losses, uh, one to Dio, one to Raz. Um, Raz came third with Basel. I mean, he's like a pig in shit. He was loving it. He couldn't care less. <laughs> um, and then you've got Saiti, who came came last. Again, coming off, um, you know, unfortunately a poor season for him. Um, 
and seem to carry it a little bit, you know, further into uh, into the Champions League. One win, one draw, four losses. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one, really. I mean, fair play, first of all, Styadex. I mean, he's he's had an absolute stormer there. With Atletico Madrid, he was... I found it difficult to get near him sometimes. I really did. Um, you know, the, the goal scoring charts don't say it because I mean, his first goal scorer was a four-goaler. But you look at that and he's got... He's got Depay, Griezmann and Lamar that all scored four goals for him. So, you know, there's a lot of goals, like we said, being shared around there. Um, and again, just, yeah, really difficult to play against with that team. He definitely found a, a good way of playing with them. Um, and again, I think Ash, in, in terms of when you look at Raz, again, I don't think there was any other option than giving him Basel, is what I said to Marcus. <laughs> yeah. just, just, it's, it's not worth it. <laughs> I was going to say, did he ask for Basel? I'm oh, assuming... 100%. <laughs> oh, no, but then honestly, I've, you know, Raz can have Basel. He likes playing with those sort of, you know, players. Um, he'll do well. Crap players. Well, yeah, but he he's a good player. <laughs> he manages to you know make them look like world beaters. Um, yeah, and again, I think so. Um, Morris, again, and obviously, again, you, you we're not really playing head to heads and friendlies at the moment. Any any shocks there for you? I mean, again, I guess apart from maybe me having what would be a favourable group or considered a favourable group, but not coming first. Um, no, because I don't think I could name Ajax's defensive line. I know Timber, that's about mm. it. So I have no idea you've got defending for you. And you say we're not doing friendlies at the moment. We did a pre-season tournament and both mm. Satie and Raz were in that. So I've played them both. Raz got to final that way, Basel. So a bit surprised seeing bottom of the group because he did play really well with them. Mm. Well, he's um, not quite bottom. He's, he's he's in the Europa League. He's third. But oh, sorry. Well, you, yeah. No, you are right there. Again, he's still. It was. It was. Again, you look at it, and again, you know, he he's happy with Basel. I'm surprised to see him, arguably not doing better than he did. I think that's definitely a fair comment. Yeah. And it was certain that finished bottom one. It with Dortmund. Mm. That's a surprise. I think Dortmund have got quite a decent team, but maybe it's like you say. Maybe it's not a city style team. Maybe you just can't gel with it. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely the case. Um, and Goffey again, you know, again, sort of talked about it a little bit now. But anything there you see that maybe is a bit out of the ordinary, a bit of a shock, or do you think that sort of went as as expected? Um, I, I mean, after playing, I think the top top player, I think, yeah, is it Dido? Did you say? Dido? Yeah, Didex. Yeah, Didex. <laughs> is this because they called you Gooey? Now he's Dido. Is that what this is? <laughs> Well, look, I could call him Dildo, but I thought I'd call him... Oh, <laughs> so, nice. no, so... that's, that's Satie, just for reference. Okay, so so that so it's a Diodex. Um, yeah, well, I mean, when I played him, um, obviously in the in the league, it was a. Comp- I mean, he you could tell that he carried a bit of threat about himself, and obviously having better players, it's shown that, and a team which works for him, he's managed to get himself top. But I'd say. I'd say probably Raz and, and, and yourself would have been the, the two I'd have thought would have got through out of there. Um, but going back to all the groups, um, I think that it's sort of a mix of what Morris said, but what we've all been saying, um, people struggling maybe because they can't play with that team or maybe they don't play a lot of FIFA or they don't enjoy the game. Um, and obviously all the ones that are doing well have adapted well to the teams. And, and yeah, and I, th- I think that's probably what's happened in this, in this group. Um, obviously with Raz being Basel but he's going to be a strong contender in the Europa mm. um, but yeah I think that's probably the only shot the top one but fair play to him he's, he's come into that group and he's, um, he's, he's got himself through so you know, kudos to him and obviously you finishing second and I wish there were two lads best to look in the Europa 
Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just one thing I want to sort of um, I want to touch on really before we um, before we round off the the Champions League pod, especially at these group stages. Again, and, and just to echo what you said, good luck to everybody in your respective brackets. Again, hopefully you enjoy the rest of the tournament. Um, we, you know, you you've said obviously you you went back and listened to some old podcast uh, coffee when you joined, and you know you you were obviously keen to come on this one, which is fantastic, and you'd have listened to the hundredth one as well. Um, we you've probably heard a lot of things. I just want to get your opinion, especially while we're on this medium as well. You've probably heard a lot of comments over the season about the, the league you were put in and, and the quality of player you are. Do you have any comment on that? Like, for example, for me, I'll openly admit, again, Ash was very similar, if I'm not putting words in his mouth. We think, obviously, you probably were, in retrospect, way too good for Division Division 3. Um, I know Rhino did win the title, but again, do, do you think that going into Division 2, I guess it's a two-part question, going into Division 2 next season with with a full reset and a different team, can you challenge the upper echelons of that league? And and secondly, do you think maybe that you were too good for Division two, uh, Division 3 sorry, this time round? Yeah, I mean, when I first started Division 3, I did feel a bit of pressure to change the team because... When I first started, I think I beat someone like 13 nil, or mm. I think I beat Nutach. And I decided that I thought, you know, I'm going to make the team a little bit weaker, um, get rid of some players and, and, and make my team look a little bit more adjustable to Division 3. Obviously, work around me, but also lose a, a few good players just to sort of give myself a bit more of a challenge so I wasn't beating people comfortably. But, yeah, when people were saying that I was too good and that I shouldn't be in the league, it was... Sometimes it was good, but it was also it was difficult because you'd go into a game and you'd be trying to play competitively, but then you'd have to you get through it and you'd have to then think, well, say you were seven nil up or eight one up or, or whatever it might be, you're thinking, do I do I go back to just passing it around and do I look disrespectful or booting it mm. from halfway? And I just kept playing the game how I'd play if I was playing on seasons. So because I didn't know how to adjust to it whereas now I'm going into Division 2 and I'm going to be playing people what obviously similar ability to me I won't have to worry about that um, yeah. and that yeah that was something what did play on my mind a little bit when I was in games I sometimes went into a couple of games not looking forward to it because I was like thinking how much if I go 6-0 up or, or, or whatever no disrespect to the player because um, I do play FIFA quite a bit compared to probably some of the players in Division 3 um, that makes a big deal it was just yeah, it, it was difficult at times, and it sometimes made it a little bit unenjoyable uh, when you sort of know that you're better, you're a better player, yeah. and then you don't know how to go about it to make it. Say, for example, I was playing um, off the top of my head, uh, Diadex. Um, mm. Obviously, I was cruising at one point, and then what do I? How do I go about it to make it look like I'm if I'm not trying or? Do you, yeah. know, do you get what I mean? It's a very difficult. No, I do. It's I know. Diffi- no, I, it's I, difficult. I, I totally get it. And again, you know, from you know, from myself, obviously, you know, absolutely pissing Division One this season. I, I totally get it. That was a joke. No, no. But you know what? The reason I actually the question was because um, I think it's really, really difficult, right? Because I think it's easy for for someone to say, oh, yeah, of course it's really hard for him when he's fucking 10 nil up or whatever, you know. But no, I think you've, you've, you've really, like, eloquently put that across because, for me, I think it would be very difficult. If, whether you're in a party with someone or you're not, you know, I mean, Ash, we've had it, for Christ's sake. You've turned me over a few times, you know, when we've had the podcast derbies. And 
you're there and you're oh sorry mate oh sorry mate and i'm like you fuck off stop saying sorry after you score a goal and it's <laughs> and it's one of those things you think like you know being the person that's scoring the goals and being that person that maybe then gets you know seven nil up six nil up you are thinking right okay this is going to start getting silly now because they're going to start trying to hack me they're going to start thinking you know that they're not enjoying themselves and it does put pressure and affect your enjoyment as well i think is the point i'm getting at being yeah. the person that is actually scoring the goals doesn't it yeah definitely and like say, it was always i mean every, every one of them players in division three are absolute to me personally i mean obviously i don't communicate them regularly in, in game in, in parties and things um, but everybody seems absolutely spot on and mm. it was it was it's tough yeah it's very tough when you come in and you're like say on seasons I'm a division one player on on seasons so going into a going into that you can tell that a lot of them lads are really invested in this FIFA and to be honest with you I I love playing FIFA I love I love it it's just for me FIFA's FIFA whereas some people don't want to play it and they just come on p- to play the league games and when when they're when I'm playing it sort of like two or three games a night on seasons playing as Division 1 players and then you're going onto a site where there's lads who don't really play it very often, mm. it's always going to be a bit of a mismatch. And it, yeah, it, it was difficult, um, but I'm definitely now looking more forward to going to Division 2 um, where I'm going to be against people who probably do play FIFA more, probably do, obviously have got a little bit of a higher school level, no, no disrespect to the, obviously to the Division 3 players. Um, so yeah, that is something which I'm kind of glad that I don't have to do that again. I can step up, and also the Vision Three players are probably thinking, "Thank fuck, he's gone." <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I think again, just to, I'm really glad we had that conversation. I think, again, for me, I'm sure Morris and Ash would echo my, my sentiment, saying, "You know, thanks for yeah. for saying that," and I think also. Um, thanks for communicating the way you have done because I yeah. think having listened to you say that there, if any of them have still got a problem with anything, then then that's on them because yeah, 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 yeah I appreciate that because you've, it's um, not it's it good it's, well. yeah, it's good that you've asked that because it's something which I kind of wanted to relay back to them because obviously when they're playing me and they're getting beat and they're seeing me putting goal after goal and they're probably thinking, oh, this guy's an absolute sweater, yeah. um, but I'm just I'm just playing the game because I don't. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just trying to play the game and make it look as fair as possible. But obviously, yeah, we're a mismatch. And like you say there, I, I definitely know there's a few of them what are glad to see it back of me because uh, I got a few messages. Obviously, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's good for them as well because that division will be more competitive yeah, next season yeah. for, the, for them lads because there's some good players in there. And if they played FIFA more regular... Um, I, I can see there is a lot that there is some guys who I, who I struggled against. There was some games who were people I struggled, and you'd think, oh, why are they near bottom at table? And you're thinking this game doesn't reflect that, you know. And it's just yeah, it's one of those. But FIFA has a tendency to once you get two or three or four, it's kind of like the, the the gates open, the defenders move, and you've just got a free for all, and it just gets a bit silly. And hopefully that next FIFA that can be fixed, and we won't have that issue, and it will obviously make the league more competitive as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, thank you very much uh, for that. And again, I think we'll, we'll, it's a quite a suitable way to finish the podcast, I think, as well. So, um, Morris, thank you very much for uh, abandoning your uh, your child at nap time to uh, to come on. Really appreciate that, mate. Honestly, anytime. If you want to drag me away <laughs> from that, anytime. But, <laughs> I, I think you've got your priorities straight then. <laughs> <laughs>
Do I want to come talk to a couple of mates for an hour or do I want a screaming baby in my face? Oh, I'm not sure which. So on a serious note, thanks for having me back and, you know, nice, nice to have a little well, catch it, up it, it depends who we have on because sometimes it might be easy to go with the screaming baby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If Storm ever comes back, let's get you. Let's get your kid on. They can have a right good chat. Be good. Um, Both spitting about as much sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Goffy, again, thank you very much, mate. Really eloquently put, obviously at the end there as well. Thank you for coming on, and hopefully you've enjoyed your first podcast. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I was a bit nervous at first because I've never really done all like this before. Um, I'm not really a good talker normally, so that's why I kind of stay out of parties and things because. I'm just one of them people where I keep myself to myself. Um, mm. But it's nice to speak to yourself, to Ash, to Morris, and get an insight of... of, of and these podcasts do create an insight to, to what people are thinking and people can listen to it. And, and obviously, if there's a problem, it can be rectified by podcasts and things. So, yeah, it's really good. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. No problem at all. And it's nice to think that the podcast resolve problems rather than cause mash for a change, which is, is, is quite nice. Um, obviously, again, Ash, thank you very much for, for coming on. Thanks for pushing the buttons. Um, update on the seagulls. Are they still there? They they are, although not in uh, not in such force now. It's, no. uh, it's, getting, it's getting dark now. They've Yeah. Yeah, obviously, look, thanks again for coming on, mate. And again, of course, you know, look, we'll, we'll hopefully get another podcast um, out in probably, I'd say, about three weeks there or thereabouts. It depends how the Champions League rounds off um, and obviously what if there is anything else in between now and the start of next season. Um, but of course, you know, as soon as the season kicks off, expect the podcast to be coming out, um, you know, every uh, every other week as, as normal, really. Um, but yeah, thank thank you much, uh, very, very much, everybody, for coming on. Um, and thank you, everybody, who took the time to listen. Hopefully you uh, have a good little uh, FIFA break until the next time. Uh, Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.